Hello and welcome back to Articulate with Stephen McJones. Uh, this week we got Mr. Pete Eckenroth back again, Redemption Round, baby. Uh, because he was so pissed that we just talked about Weezer last time that he wanted to come on and actually talk about something he was super passionate about. And it was very informative. So, long episode, but please, you know, have fun and uh, enjoy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back. Uh, Pete, how you doing, sir? What's up, skaters? How are you guys doing? <laughs> Dude, I'm so pumped. I was actually, like, before today, I, I knew you had an idea of what you wanted to talk about, but... Uh, I didn't know exactly. I thought you were going <laughs> to... You were like walking in today. I'm like, all right, what are we talking about, Pete? Because there's so many different things we could talk about. <laughs> yeah, There's so, so many directions we could go. So what are we talking about today, Pete? Talking about the Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> Boy Scouts of America. About the good old BSA, baby. <laughs> Have you ever seen um, uh, Zodiac before, the movie? Yes, I've seen the movie Zodiac. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, but my fa- one of my favorite parts is where he's like, what are you, a Boy Scout? And he's just like, yeah, Eagle Scout, first class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so tell us, like, uh, when did you when did you start? With, how did you were you forced into it? Because yeah, how does how does that work? I think most okay. Boy Scouts are forced. Into I think there's some. I would plan on forcing my if I have young boys to force them into the Scouts. Just because like it was sick. I, honestly, though, like my my dad was a Boy Scout growing up, and he only made it to life. Like he made one rank away from Eagle, and I think it's definitely one of his biggest like regrets mm. that he didn't hammer through. So like when I was old enough to like be a tiger cub, mm. he was like, "Yo, scouts are sick. You should do it." <laughs> um, so it was kind of like initially just like kind of like guided into it, and my mom really was against it mm. at first because she was like, "Isn't that like all like Republican shit?" Like, because uh, yeah. it is a very conservative organization, or it was up until fairly recently when they started allowing trans mm. kids and. Mm girls into the scouts because now it's no longer the boy scouts of america now it's just scouting of america hmm, like they've that. taken the boy out of it because girl scouts suck <laughs> and but I, they have really good cookies so that's fun. all they have though like yeah. they genuinely like my sister uh she didn't get her gold award she got the silver which is the equivalent of making life but like she wanted to do girl scouts because my mom is my brother's like cub scout mom like the den leader oh. she's like oh this is so sick like she was going on the trips with us yeah with, with, with like my brother's den and then she's like, oh, this is sick. I want to be a Girl Scout. And then Girl Scouts are like, we're selling. And we're selling cookies. <laughs> and she's like, that's okay. Yeah, not and, like, what it I... it never got exciting. It's like yeah. no part of it is high adventure. No part of it is like Damn. going camping. Yeah. When they do go camping, they're like in a What cabin. are they scouting? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And like, do I think the Girl Scouts are probably great? Yeah. Every single, fe- every single female member of the Senate currently was a Girl Scout. Really? Yeah. Like, it's a huge, overwhelming, hmm. like, I didn't know that. amount of them. So, like, obviously, Girl Scouting, like, Scouting has to be good on all parts, but, like, the BSA is fucking rad. Yeah. It's always been rad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so everyone's a Tiger Cub. Uh, it's, like, first graders. Yeah. You know? I, so, I was a Tiger Cub. Yeah. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't have much experience with it, but I did that little, uh, the Derby, the race the Pinewood car derby. derby. Pinewood Derby. Yeah. So, when I, growing up, we did uh, the Pinewood Derby. Uh, well, when you're a Tiger Cub in my tr- my pack, you did the Rain Gutter Regatta instead mm. of the Pinewood Derby, which was like, you effectively made a boat out of the wood, oh, and then you had this blow it, like, through a straw down <laughs> to, like, the, the, to, like, the end of a gutter. Was it as big of an event? Because the Pinewood no, Derby was No, it was, was like, only for, okay. it was dur- the same time as the Pinewood Derby. Okay. It was going on, like, the corner of the thing for all the little kids. <laughs> I'm thinking, high, I think my pack was like, maybe let's not give first graders like tools like maybe, <laughs> maybe that's not the best like set you have larger hands in second grade maybe you're big enough to hold yeah, a coping yeah. song out yeah uh Fair enough. so i did that uh 
Well, I my best finish in the Pomo Derby I came in third one year, so you got to like the district gotcha. races. That's tight. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that probably so I mean is that like I said, I, I feel like at some point you're not it's not really your decision. So do you like was your interest always like when you first started it was always tight or you were um, always super into it? There was I think that I got the most resistance like from my friends for being in Boy Scouts earlier and eventually they're like that's just what pete does i don't know Uh, um but like i mean all my friends that were like playing because i I don't know i played sports growing up too but like scouts was always the thing that i was like if it was like a boy scout meeting or a baseball or a little league practice like i was going to scouts every time like there was no like discussion about that but i also that would have been my choice as well like i I've never been good at anything other than Boy Scouts and comedy. <laughs> like, and I, I shit you not. Like, I, <laughs> I was never like I, I was good at school as a little kid, but like I was never good at school post like fifth grade. Yeah, like it's just been it was always been an uphill battle educationally. But Scouts, I was always shiny. It was always like, nice. oh, this kid fucking, he's good with nature. He gets his. I, I, the knots okay you know did you get to actual boy scouts or just like cub scouts just cub scouts okay because the thing is that like when you're a cub scout it's like you go up every year and you like just get to the next level mm, yeah it's age based right when you get to boy scouts it's very it's just like here's the book yeah start doing shit uh, it's like and that's like, how you get the badges yeah, th- not the badges that's how you gain ranks uh, okay. is that like you you start up and like, okay, so like you sign up for Boy Scouts, you're not even officially a Boy Scout until you've completed the first rank of Scout. Okay. And like, most of those are pretty, it, it, all of it's very easy. Yeah. It's like, you need to, A, you need to acquire the Scout uniform. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing. First one is like, pay your dues, sign up to be a Boy Scout. Yeah. Decide to be a Boy Scout. <laughs> Number two is like, get your Scout uniforms. Number three is like uh, attend five. I want to say it's like six to eight meetings, mm. just like to make sure you're sticking with it. That like you're not going to show up and like bail on it immediately. And then it's like tie square knot, which is like oh. this is the entry level. Like this is mm-hmm. you're gonna be fucking with ropes for this next couple sections. The square knot, the monkey chain, the monkey's fist. So all up until first class, so the rankings are so you have scout, tenderfoot, second class, first class. Mm. Those are all objective things where it's like you need to go on this many, you need to spend this many nights camping, you have to spend this many nights camping in a row, mm. you need to like know this, 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 and this first aid, know these knots. Right. Then they start getting abstract when uh-huh. you go into Boy Scouts. Like so Cub Scouts, like so it's Tiger. Tiger's first grade, you're a wolf in second grade. Mm. Third grade, you're a bear. And then you're a Weeblo for two years. Weeblo stands for... Weeblo, the only non-animal rank in Cub Scouts, stands for Will Be Loyal Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are in it for They're life. in it, dude. They're in it. And uh, the Cub Scout logo is a big wolf named Akela. <laughs> <laughs> And I shit you not, yeah, that's like, uh, we'll follow Akela and we'll obey the law of the pack. That's oh, really? The end of, yeah, the end of like, the Cub Scout promise. I mean, that's pretty tight. Yeah. Following Akela, the, what was it? A, a lion? He's a giant wolf. A giant wolf. Okay. He's a giant wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah, so, I mean, was it, I guess, like, when did you know you were good at it? Oh, I mean, like, 
I always liked it. I always found like the attack dial, like, oh, I do well at Cub Scout camp this year. Because mm-hmm. like over when you're like a little kid, you go to, like effectively just day camp for a week or two a year right. with Cub Scouts. And it's like if I if I do well enough shooting archery, they're like, I'll get a new belt loop. Yeah. Yeah. That is And that was well, and archery is cool. Sure. And that was enough for me. Yeah. And like I think stuff like that was it was fun. And also that like I think inherently early on gave value to things that like my friends didn't think were cool that I thought were cool. Like hmm. there was no, the, the closest thing to nature that my friends were familiar with was when they had to play in the outfield. Hmm. You know what I mean? That there was yeah. no like, so like when I was like, Oh, I, I like plants. This is cool. Yeah. Like there was a place for me to do that. in yeah. scouts. It's <laughs> like, Oh, if you like nature, there's a whole world of things that we can like, yeah. that you can learn about. This is what you can do. This is stuff. If you like, but if you go to your first big, great classroom classroom and you're like and i like plants you're, you're like oh this kid's autistic <laughs> like, yeah yeah there was no like oh, i i just i don't know i like sitting in the, i like sitting outside i like going on walks in the woods like yeah. there was no mm-hmm. no place for that yeah so like i get that a lot of nerdier things that, it, that i enjoyed as a kid were rewarded in scouts as opposed mm-hmm. to being like shat upon yeah yeah um, fair enough so yeah I thought well, was, and, and well my question also i don't know if you want to get into this now yeah. or like later but like the friend dynamic like i mean is there the people that you do scouts with did they become like your group or like there's like to a certain extent there's like a militaristic bond there where like the kids are like i was lucky enough that like i went from like a pretty big pack of kids so there's probably like 15 kids my year of scouts growing up mm-hmm. and most of them stuck with it for like most of the time i was a kid hmm so, like, I had, like, a really strong core of, like, six, eight friends that were, like, every Monday night I knew that I was going to be seeing them. Nice. And a lot of them I played Little League with still, so, like, there was still enough, like, overreach. But I was also very autistic about my friends growing up. But, like, I didn't like them to mix. Mm-hmm. Or, like, these are my friends from Scouts and these are my friends from Little League. Uh-oh. And, like... Yeah, we don't like to mix uh, there's no need business to, and There's pleasure. no need to invite everybody to the birthday party. We're only inviting four friends because I know they all like each other. Yeah. And like as like an eight-year-old, I was like, no, nah, I don't need a party. <laughs> can you just bring like four of my friends to the movies? And like, can we just go see a cool movie? And yeah. Then, like, can we go see Paul Blart Mall Cop or yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yeah. And I can... mm-hmm. So like I, I did it all as a kid and like nothing crazy happened. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I really got hooked as a wee blow because like then you're getting your belt loops in addition to that, you have to get those Weeblos pins, mm. okay, which is a, like, in order to get your arrow of light, which is the highest rank, highest award, it's you, called what your it? arrow of light. That's pretty tight. When you're in Cub Scouts. Yeah. It's the only thing that you stay, that if you earn it, it's the only thing that stays on your Boy Scout uniform from when you bridge over from Cub Scouts to Boy Scouts. Oh, wow. And yes, there's a physical bridge that they put on the floor and you have to walk over it. Uh, it's like college signing day. You announce what troop you're going to and then you walk over the bridge. Uh, That's pretty tight. That's, it was pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucking... It's, it's a big celebration. It's kind of rad. Yeah, you got a big-ass walking stick. It's yeah. nice. A walking nice. Yeah, nice walking stick. It's a yeah. good time. Or like I, Jamie's troop got arrows. Really, he did it. I was like, that's kind of sick. Too. That's what I mean. It's like with your t- being called what is it, light of arrow. The arrow. arrow so the arrow lights an award. Yeah, that's yeah. if you get all of your. Uh, if you so you need to in order to get done being a weeblower to bridge over. You have to get ten of the twenty. Okay. Like weeblow pins, which are like specialized belt like merit badges, I guess, to be like. You know, and a lot of those were just like broad sciencey things. Like this is this is the scientist pin, this is the geologist pin. Uh-oh. This is like yeah. the physical fitness one or whatever. A lot of them are overreaching onto my Boy Scout sash. They're yeah. like merit badges you have to get. Yeah. So you 
You bridge over, and then you do these like. You not, don't get an arrow. You get there. You get you get the arrow of light. You got, like you get some sort of tactile thing. Right. To be like you're done. You've gotten through it, mm-hmm. and then it's just like a small square. It's a right blue rectangle with a yellow arrow on it. It's okay. the arrow of light. It's the only thing you're allowed to keep from your cop's got uniform to go onto your boy's got uniform, nice. which is kind of like the way that you know who got into it late and who didn't. Because if you didn't get your arrow of light, that means you probably weren't. Like weren't a you weren't either into scouts mm-hmm. when you were a cub scout or that you like stumbled into being a boy scout as a teenager, uh, which is like also you get a couple of, but the you don't way get your the way point. boy scouts are set up is kind of not built for that. Girl scouts is built for you to finds you where you're at and mm-hmm. is like join where everyone else your age is. Right. So like if you if you've never done girl scouts ever. And you start when you were 17, you immediately start working on your gold award. The equivalent of making Eagle Scout. Mm. Because they're like, there's no, like, you just start where you're at. Right. With Boy Scouts, if you start three days before your 18th birthday, mm-hmm. you're at the same place as the 11 year old that is bridged over. Mm. Like, there's no chance to make up. The later you start, the less time you have to ever make it to the, mm. the top thing. Yes, you have to do it by the time you're 18. Yeah, when you're 18, you age out of Boy Scouts. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and there are ways to like still be involved and not. Once you turn 18, like there's, I'll get to that in a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. But like jumping, yeah, jump with the gun. Jump with the. So, the first couple of ranks, they're mostly menial tasks. They're just like learn how to tie this knot, learn how to do this first aid. And like, it's a little a, bit harder than the Cubs. Significantly stuff. harder. Okay. Yeah. And it's all do at your own pace. They're not coming and grabbing you and being like, we're all doing this today. Mm-hmm. You're you're in a Boy Scout meeting, a, a, you know, a, a Cub Scout meeting when you were going like once a week or once every two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Was like, there was like a guided activity you're all doing. You're right. all as a group trying to work on this thing. Mm-hmm. Boy Scouts, it's like, fuck it. If you want to, I have friends friends that are in Scouts from the time I started Scouts until they aged out that never got above second class. How many classes are there? There is, so there's, uh, you started, started Scout, Scout, Tenderfoot, second class, first class, Star, Life, Eagle. There's seven. Oh, okay. I know people that were in there for, that never got past Tenderfoot and they were in there the entire time just hanging out. Yeah. Just hanging out with their friends. And that's cool. Like that is definitely firmly an aspect of it. It's Mm -hmm. like, I get a guaranteed time to hang out with my friends every week. Right. But like. I don't know. You always gotta work on shit, and you gotta be the kind of so. It's the only thing I'm also self disciplined about is in comedy and scouts. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like it's it sounds a little similar because there are people that just go out do open mics just to hang out with people. Yeah, and they have no intention of getting funnier. Right. Like, don't think that this could be is a track that they're going to have success in. So, like, this will be fun. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, you kind of have to like early on be like, all right, I want to be because only like. I want to say it's less than 1% of people that join Boy Scouts ever make it to Eagle. Mm. So, like, it's a pretty fucking significant, like, yeah. chunk of... Most people don't make it. Like, right. most people either bail. And it gets progressively harder to make Eagle the longer you stay in. Because, okay. like, na- nature happens, man. What 17-year-old is like, I don't want to have a job so I can buy a car. I don't want to be going on out on dates. I don't want to be... Instead, yeah. I want to work on Boy Scout stuff. Yeah. Like, so my dad didn't make it. My dad loved Scouts thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Stayed until he aged out. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, got to a certain point where it was just like, I can't. Put more time and energy. I don't, in yeah, there was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I want to go on dates. I want to be, ha- I want to have a cool car. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, get in, I want to play high school football. Yeah. And, like, you kind of have to sacrifice some of those things to be like, look, like, I can't make the commitment to do. I could run cross country and track. Because there were no practices for that. Mm-hmm. It was like show up. 
We need to watch you run X amount of miles around this track, and then you can go home. <laughs> like, I need to make sure that you're still physically capable of performing the event that you're assigned. Other than that... <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I like about We don't track. care if you're winning. We don't care if you're losing. You run, you're, you, run, oh, you run the mile? Okay, cool. Run four miles around the track, and then you're good. Right. And it's like, okay, fuck it. Yeah, hell yeah, 16 laps, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. It is a lot, but like I was, I was running on average from like high school, like seven miles a day because mm-hmm. I was just. Yeah, so I mean, in Boy Scouts, was there any physical um, like aspect to it? Anything that you had to keep up? So with you have to get your okay. So this this will be a good transition into merit badges. Okay. So the first couple ranks, it's all tactile things like right. tie this, do this first aid, go on this many camping trips. <laughs> After that. It starts being time and merit badges become hmm. start to be the big thing you need to accrue. Mm-hmm. The only way to get merit badges, you have to go to summer camp. This is like this is when Boy Scouts becomes a paywall, mm-hmm. effectively. If you want to make Eagle, or you want to get the higher ranks, you really don't have a choice but to go to Boy Scout camp every summer because mm-hmm. that's the only place that you're getting merit badges in bulk. Mm-hmm. There are twenty one required merit badges for Eagle. Mm-hmm. That like the all of the ones lined in silver <laughs> okay. are ones that you have to have, or that there's some combination of that you have to have. Like you know, you either need to get swimming or hiking or cycling. Okay, and you gotta get one of the three. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter which one, you just gotta get one of them. So like it becomes that. Like in order to make Eagle Scout, you have to have I think it's, I think it's fifty merit badges, and like you're getting four or five a summer mm. at summer camp. Yeah. Maybe more if you're taking dumber ones. <laughs> like one of them was for Indian lore, and the BSA has gotten in trouble so many times for just giving out those merit pads because they're like, <laughs> you know nothing about Native Americans. <laughs> and then they're like, nah, dude, three days at summer camp, take a class, you're going to make a headdress. <laughs> now, you're, now you're an expert on the Navajo people. <laughs> Here's a merit badge. Yeah. So, like, there's. Yeah, it's bad. Like I can, I can go through most. I know what most of them are that are on my thing. Some of them, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that was. I'm not a thousand percent. And then there's a couple of them. I don't know if they're on here anywhere. They're like this one was for the centennial. Like there's special merit badges when they're like their anniversaries that they'll bring back that they've canceled. Oh uh, yeah. So this was like this was tracking, Ooh. like tracking animals for uh, hunting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was like sick, but like it was weird. Just mm-hmm. like, I, don't know, I see why we canceled that. <laughs> um, because why? Because you were... Because tr- I was in a fucking park in South Jersey trying to track down a porcupine as a 13-year-old. just meandering, trying to mess with nature to be like, I want it to come out and I want to find it. Oh, uh, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, that's how, that's how kids torture animals. Because uh, like, if you teach them how to find them, a bunch of 13-year-olds that all have access to pocket knives... Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna start. They're gonna start fucking with them. Yeah, yeah well, some Jeffrey Dahmer's on like, your hands. It's the worst thing the Boy Scouts did. Like, first of all, I understand how useful a pocket knife is. Mm-hmm. There's not a day that goes by in my life now that I do not at some point use a pocket knife for something. Mm-hmm. Like, it is my it is my of choice. So, like, if there's a fucking tag on a shirt that I can't yeah. rip off using the pocket knife, I gotta scrape dabs out of a fucking. <laughs> Little, yeah. little Tupperware container using the, pocket using the pocket knife yeah like so it's like it's just the normal thing but like the first time you go fishing and a fish dies because you can't get it back in the water now mm. now a kid's cutting up a fish because he saw one deadly as cats that they chummed the water yeah yeah so now there's a kid that you have to share a tent with for the next two days covered in fish guts Ugh. 
next. You have to sleep next to him. <laughs> you have to sleep next to him now. And you have to look him in the eyes when you go to school the next week. Because <laughs> you, you have to look at him as a human member being. of fish. Yeah. And you're like, your dad drove me to this fucking camping trip. Like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? That sounds very, very real, Pete. <laughs> it, uh, that's a real story. It's a real story. He's a real nice kid named Will now. But like... <laughs> I remember being like, yeah, it died, dude. Throw it back in the water. And he's like, we're going to chum the water now. I was like, we're in a lake <laughs> in Pine Hill, New Jersey. <laughs> we are, oh my God, dude. Like, we're not. He just the, wanted to pull it apart. He just wanted to cut a fish up. Mm-hmm. But like, it's shit like that where you were just like, dude, like, we didn't all need knives. The first time I got a pocket knife, I cut the webbing of my finger Dang. so bad that I had to like, I just, my parents never found out. Or they were like, that's. Play stupid games. Yeah. That could have also been the thing. Car shake get hit. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was just like shit like that. Yeah. Or like fourth grade to give you a fucking pocket knife. That's great. They're required to. Mm-hmm. You have to get a pocket knife by fourth grade in Cub Scouts because that's when you get your whittle and shit. You're, I like whittling. whittling whitt- yeah. So you get whittle and shit. That's why they let you have the pocket knife. Boy Scouts also does a cool thing with safety mm. where they like, it really is a three strike, it's a four strike rule on all, <laughs> all safety related things well, involving blades and fire. Mm-hmm. Four strikes on all of them. Uh, so did you get far enough at Scouts where you learn about the blood circle? No, there's a blood circle. Yeah, okay. So when you're using a pocket knife or if you're in like the, anytime you go camping in Boy Scouts, you like caution tape off an area where you're going to cut up firewood. Mm. Like, so there's a saw, an axe, a hatchet in there, and it's like, you just, it has to happen. Yeah. You use the labor when you have it. Right. <laughs> so, like, you'll have, like, when you get in there, it's all crowded, so what you have to do is you have to go loudly announce, blood circle, you grab the blade of your knife, or you grab the, hat, the axe or the hatchet by the sharp part, and then you have to do a 360 degree circle around you to make sure that you can't hit anybody. Oh, shit. Because it's like, if you wander inside of this, the odds of me stabbing you are relatively high as <laughs> you get in here. Okay. Um, does that mean that kids did not get stabbed? No, I've been stabbed. I've only been stabbed three times in my entire life and all of it was at Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, well, twice by this, my friend Delaney, if you're listening to this Delaney car, fuck you. <laughs> uh, stabbed me in the leg once because it was just dangling in like a bunk cabin. Just because it was there. Yeah, it was just bad. It was just the real like bunk bed in a cabin and my leg was just dangling and he just <laughs> and he was like, fucking pick your leg up. Second time we're playing Kill Man with the ball. And I picked it. You know, when you play Kill Man with the ball and you get tackled, you're supposed to like throw the ball up or something? Yeah. <laughs> Not this motherfucker. You hit him repeatedly, he's just holding on. And yeah, you're like, whatever. So somebody I picked him up with the intention of just dropping him. Yeah. And well, then. motherfucker fucking pulled out a pocket knife and was like, John, got me in the stomach. I was like, what the fuck, dude? In the stomach? Yeah, dude? I got a little. I don't know if you can see it well. There's like a little scar, like right here. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Just like Jesus Christ! Like, Goddamn, dude, you can't. Boy Scouts are fucking jabbing your friends. Aggressive, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real, <laughs> real wild. Dude. Yeah, and that was one of the uh, the merit badges. Yeah, badge stabbing your, your friends yeah. merit badge. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, there's there's one for. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, What's the most insane merit badge that, in your opinion? That I've um. Okay, there are ones that are just like. Who the fuck is going to get that? Mm-hmm. Like fly fishing, mm. where you're like, where do you have? <laughs> like that has to be like it has to be like a regional merit badge. It has to be one that the only people who get them are people that like 
are in an area that is like that is super common prevalent in yeah railroading was one <laughs> I, mean, I had friends that got that like from my troop that like really? got it because they were like I just want to figure out what the fuck railroading could possibly be yeah um, and there's a couple what of, is it uh, it was literally just like train studies it was just uh-huh. like learning how like the railroads work and learning the science behind how trains stay on the track and kind of interesting stuff yeah in hindsight it probably would have been a fun one yeah yeah, so let's go through. What do I have? So we have Indian lore right here. As I previously mentioned, this is the first. This is the first year at summer camp. Move. So everyone's got Indian lore. Uh, so is that swimming, basketry, oceanography? Mm-hmm. Everyone else got some fucking dumbass merit badge or like arts. Actually, it was art, and I got that much later. <laughs> <laughs> some dumbass one that I got. Yeah, some dumbass one that I eventually was like, yeah, I should get that. It's wherever the easel is, right there. Everyone else got that one this time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I want to be an oceanographer. <laughs> so I did that. Home repairs. Some of them were just like super sus. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the two funnest ones, I think, were most reasonable. This is entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and this is marketing. Mm-hmm. And I got those in the same summer at the same camp. And that was, like, very interesting to do. Because, yeah. like, I, I think it was entrepreneurship. Me and, it was me and one other kid in the entire camp that were taking it. Because mm. also, it's not just your troop there. It's, like, eight troops at a time, and you're all intermixed, like, going to all the merit badge classes and, like, these competitions at night. Mm. It's a very, Boy Scout camp is a, it's a beautiful, authentic experience for a young man. Yeah. But, like, I, me and this kid started a, a, comp, a milkshake business in the camp for the week. <laughs> it's like, on started on day one, we, like, went, we, like, sent our counselor, like, all the money, we, like, sent him to go get, because there was, like, a surcharge. It was, like, you gotta, gotta bring 70 bucks with you if you're doing this class, because you're gonna need equipment. Mm-hmm. So we sent him right a blender and a bunch of ice cream and milk, and we just made milkshakes. <laughs> like, there was, like, an hour a day during the class that we, like, it was a milkshake stand. Oh, milkshake. The, the, the cabin that we had built, that we were doing the class out of. Yeah. And I was like, that was kind of rad. Yeah. Like, it was kind of cool that they were like, yeah, for a week, be a small business owner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, yeah, and it's milkshake. And it was good. It was good. And I, I left with more money than I came with. Like, it was That's profitable, and you got to keep the profits. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, I think I came back with, like, 80 bucks more than I left with. And I was, like, a 14-year-old. I was yeah. like, That's pretty, that's pretty rad. Yeah. Can't shake a stick at that. <laughs> um, oh, oh, okay. The the best one that I got. This is like the best one I, I can remember clearly is just being like a... Because at a certain point, like, when you're trying to make star in life, like the two ranks before Eagle. So what is it? Star and life are the two ranks before Eagle. Right, when you're right, trying right. to get there... You're just like, I need any merit badges that will fill in these spots. Yeah. Because the first one is like, you need to get four of the required, three of the required for Eagle, and then five other ones. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, I just need to get, I need to amass badges. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, if you're still in it by the time you're 16 or 17, you've probably got all the badges you need, other than maybe a couple of Eagle required ones that are like, you're going to have to do that with a scout, like with someone in your troop, because like, you know. Like, personal finance, you have to, like, keep a budget of your life for, like, 10 months. Mm. So, you can't do that over the course of summer camp. Like, that's just not happening. Right. So, like, there is shit like that. But you get to the end, and you're like, I'm here for a week, and I don't need... Nothing is required of me. Mm -hmm. So, now I just have to do whatever wild shit. So, like, my last year of summer camp, uh, my last year of Boy Scout camp, I got, like, these six. (laughs) And it was like, I got weather. (laughs) 
I got weather. I brought my bass, so I got the music merit badge. Nice. Forestry, which is like, that's whatever. That's a fun... That's a standard Boy Scout merit badge. Yeah. Like, I'm learning about I'm trees. surprised you waited so long to get that. Yeah, well, I got all the other H ones much earlier. Yeah. Uh, this one was geocaching. That was kind of fun. Ever gone geocaching? Nah. Okay, are you familiar with what geocaching is? Mm, it, I could guess, but I don't know. Okay, so people, they literally just put trinkets in the middle of nowhere. Or if you honestly, if you pull up the geocaching website, and then you'd have to use a GPS coordinates to find your way to the trinkets, yeah. and normally it's just like a little, like a, a pill bottle with like your name in it. And I have like filled out. They're all the people that have found it already. Yeah. It's cool, it's a nice time. So I did that. This one though, this one's kayaking. I was like, whatever. Well, just real quick, the geocaching is cool when you like go to visit cities and yeah. stuff like that. Because it's just like, it's usually cool like views or, you know, places to be yeah. anyways. Yeah, will be like a cool spot or it'll be like a, a weird nature thing or historical landmark to like hide the map. Yeah. Um, and then you like feel like you're a national treasure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. fun. It's real fun. Yeah. Like this it. one was search and rescue. Mm-hmm. And they, that was brand new, like, it came out, like, three weeks before I started, like, before I went to that, this, my last Boy Scout camp. Yeah. Which was insane. Through the first <laughs> three days, you were learning about, like, uh, like, triage stuff and, like, more, like, more in-depth first aid. Yeah. The last day, you were, they do a simulated rescue mission in the, in the camp. Yeah. So they, like, set up, like, they, like... They, like, use, like, ATVs and shit to get people up on, like, <laughs> fucking ledges and shit. Really? You've got to, like, repel to, like, get them. You've got to, like, learn the smoke signals to, like, bring in, like, chopper. Like, if you had to bring in, like, a, a medical chopper yeah. to, like, flag them <laughs> down and, like, to be able to, like, guide them in. It was crazy. That's dope. I was like, yeah, this was, if this was what all Boy Scouts was, everyone would want to be a Boy Scout. <laughs> like, this is, this is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't even know that was like just one of the last Yeah, I was just like, just... like, it seems fun. Yeah. It's cool, it's a new badge. That's tight. That. I was going to say, do they still come out with badges? They do. So they, they discontinue and they come out with new badges pretty regularly. So like, the racist ones and like the, uh, the Indian War is still around, but it should, they should have got rid of that one. <laughs> uh, so like yeah, so the Centennial they brought back four like original badges that they'd gotten rid of, and then they brought back only for the year. Hmm. So that was that was tracking, carpentry, signaling, which is if you have to do, effectively learning how to do like um, Morse code and oh, that's cool. do like the flag signaling for yeah. the airplanes. And then there was another one that I, I did not get. Hmm. But yeah, so like they, there's that, but like every, when science updates, they normally have a new science. <laughs> like there was a, I think like in the early 2010s, they had like a, a pulp and paper, like a paper making thing. Mm-hmm. I was like non-wood paper stuff. That was cool. There's like, you know, I've been mean, a lot of like robotics mm-hmm. stuff. That oh, was like, yeah, that makes sense. Started over the past like couple of years. Um, I'm trying to think, there's Search and Rescue is like the, Search and Rescue and Geocat, I think actually all of these came out within like a year of me getting them. But I was like, let's get this new wave of badges. Yeah. And there are dorks every year. Like every year there's a new story that another scout got all of the badges. Mm, Right. And like the way that you do, like they're all dorks. They're all homeschooled in the middle of nowhere. Because like, okay, if you're in a troop, you need to have a merit badge counselor. Like Like the parents in your troop or in council, that's like effectively the parents governing body of your scout troop. Like the troop leaders make decisions, and then there's like a, effectively the scouts PTA is like it's like we're discussing the finances of this, and we're discussing like what's appropriate for our kids to do, and like all of those shits. 
So like, but like they have to get trained to like be like to teach these badges. Mm. So like, if you're on a, if you're not on a big troop, chances are you've only got one or two badges that like someone uh, in your troop is capable of teaching teaching you. That makes sense. So like it's so like I mean it, like it's probably harder for kids that are in like little small towns. Well, that the problem is that's if you're on a troop. Okay. If you're the only scout in town, you're now with BSA considered an independent scout. And because the assumption is you're not going to have the resources, your parent can sign off for whatever the fuck you want. Really? Yeah. So a lot of the times, the kids that get every single merit badge yeah. are because, like, they're looking up the requirements online and they have to prove to their mom that they did it. <laughs> they don't have to convince someone whose job, who's like, they don't have to convince, like, someone whose job it is every summer to teach these badges that they're doing them professionally. And they don't have to convince an adult that is impartial to them that they're able to do it. <laughs> like they're just like, yeah, mom, look. Look at me. I did a play at school. You should sign off that I earned the theater merit badge. Yeah. And it's like, do they qualify for them? Most of the time, no. The gardening merit badge, you don't... It's not gardening. Most of it is hydroponics. Oh, really? And so you didn't have a fucking setup for that. Like, yeah. you can't be... You're not You're not telling me that you're living in Lawrence, Kansas and <laughs> you have a giant hydroponic setup in your basement. That's... <laughs> And if you are, you're, you're growing weed. Like, <laughs> Where your parents are. Yeah, I wanted to get the gardening merit badge as a fucking teenager. I was like, Mom, you should become... My mom loves gardening. I was like, you should become like a... You're a council member. You should become like a gardening merit badge counselor. And she's like, oh, she's like, so much of that is hydroponics. She's like, I looked at it. She's like, so much of that is like, yeah, the counselor should have access to a $15,000 grow lab. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Like, you can't do all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes, you will find out later on in life the kids were secret Boy Scouts. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. So, like, making Eagles a big deal. Like, it's only 1% of kids right. do it. And you get a lot of, like, long-term benefits out of it. Really? If, if I go at, if you go at any government job, you start two pay rates higher. Really? Eagle Scout. If I joined the military, I would have started at E3 instead of E1. That's tight. Yeah, so it's like, you know, you think about that. Like, if you decide to go in the military after Scouts, which is the natural gearing towards it. Yeah. Like, if you're a Scout and you can get into that regimented, like, I want to be an Eagle Scout, mm-hmm. you probably fit the exactly what the military is also looking for in a person. Probably someone that they would be willing to put through, like, an ROTC program or that you are going to be, like, an NCO. Right. That you may not be educationally have the background, but like you're definitely together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you're going to be, they're assuming that people doing that are going to be more committed to sticking with the long term. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's rad. Yeah. That's super cool. Right. Do I necessarily know that that's worth it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, but it was enough that it almost got me to join the military. Right. Like, out of high school, I was going to join the Coast Guard. Wow. And then, like, and then what happened? I cannot shit you not. It's <laughs> in. I had gone to see the Coast Guard recruiter and the Navy recruiter. Yeah. I was pretty set on going to the Navy. Because I thought the Coast Guard was going to be it. And then I realized that everyone thinks they're bitches. That everyone else in the military is like, Coast Guard are pussies. <laughs> There's water cops. Which, by the way, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be a cop. But you're telling me for four years I can be a, a boat cop? Yeah. That sounds pretty rad. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's actually so much more dangerous than being a regular cop is, I think. <laughs> I think, because, like, at least if you're, like, you know, 80, at least 90% of your job, if you're a regular police officer, is just regular old traffic stops with yeah. people are like, oh, I didn't realize that was a stop sign, my bad. Mm. Here's a ticket. Or it's like, oh, I got to call this domestic t- dispute. I got to 
I gotta make sure they break it up. Mm. Right. You're in the Coast Guard. That's like everyone you're stopping that is not happy to see you, <laughs> that is not in some sort of peril with their boat that they need your assistance on, probably is willing to kill you. <laughs> like all of them. Like if you see a boat trying to come across the Gulf of Mexico in the middle of night, yeah. they're not. It's not a bunch of kids being like, whoop de doo <laughs> so It's like, there's kilos of cocaine on that. And they're pretty fucking, they're not keen on you getting it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know about that. But I was in the, I was in the, the Navy recruiter's office, literally like within minutes of signing the paperwork to be like, to commit to it and be like, I'm, I'm signing up. Yeah. I'm go as soon as I graduate. And then I got the CNN alert that Donald Trump announced his candidacy for the presidency of the United <laughs> States. And I was like, ah, you know what? Honestly, I'll do a year of community college. If, <laughs> if things are going, if, if, if the world is in a better place, I will gladly revisit this decision. But like, let's spend a year going to school and see how we feel. And then Trump became president. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, war crimes, let's wait that out. Like, I, was, I said this to my dad. I was like, look, this is unlikely. I was like, but that seems like a one-way ticket to war crimes. <laughs> And I was like, I don't, I'm smart enough that I know that I would be involved in whatever bad thing they were doing. Like, I, I'm intelligent enough that they would identify me as an option. And they were like, oh, we can, we'll work above his pay grade. Yeah, he'll do it. It's fine. Yeah, he'll do it. I'm like, yeah, I can't. And you it. would. You know, you go. Yeah, I wouldn't be the one committing. I'd be the one covering it up. And I'm like, I don't want any part of that. i yeah. too anxious. Yeah, fair enough. So I didn't end up doing that. Oh, that wow. kind of... I was like, all right, well, all this hard work of being an Eagle Scout. Yeah. For nothing? For, well... For nothing. No, not for nothing. I don't think not for nothing. It's the it's the single thing. It's the thing I'm the most proud of ever. Really? Like, yeah, of anything else I've done. I'm like, that is... Huh. That is the thing. Because, like, no one... It's it's me and Neil Armstrong, and <laughs> former Phillies outfielder Shane Victorino, <laughs> and any Mormon celebrity, actually. That's the thing that I would say. Boy Scouts of America is built into the religious education of a lot of the Latter-day Saint churches. Huh. So, like, if you know a Mormon and they are above the age of 16 and they are a boy, chances are they are probably an Eagle Scout. Wow. Because it's just built into their thing. Yeah. Which is crazy. That I don't is. necessarily understand why or how they did that, yeah. but they have. Yeah. You know, they're... Well, it sounds like, I mean, you learned a lot of valuable skills. I feel like it wouldn't yeah. be a bad thing to integrate into I definitely into your... don't think it's at all. Like, you learn all... The only reason that I have any, air quote, man skills mm-hmm. is because of Boy Scouts. Like, right. I... The, there's a reason that I'm the one that knows how to fix people's cars. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, because I... Like, I'm my automotive maintenance merit guy. <laughs> like, it's like, I had, like... It really is just like a... It, if you're a hands-on learner and you're a teenage boy listening to this... Fucking go to Boy Scout camp. Yeah. Join the Scouts. Go to Boy Scout camp. It is for 400 bucks. You have a week where you get to learn cool shit. Mm. And like, that's really like, it's yeah. what it comes down to. It's mad cool. Mm-hmm. Now we're into the bullshit of Scouts. <laughs> so I'm an Eagle Scout. Talking some shit. The Let's thing that you have to do to become an Eagle Scout, in addition to getting all the badges and spending time. Also, I should start from star forward there's time requirements mm. it's like you have to be active in your troop as a first class for four months to become star six months to make life and then uh, a year to make eagle mm. so like you have if you have not made made star by the time you were 15 and a half 16 the game's over mm-hmm. it's like you're not making it there's no there's a zero percent chance that you wow. can that you can come back from it yeah which is kind of annoying but also like i, I get mm-hmm and then you also have to have, like, a leadership position by that point. So, like, there's your normal, like, patrol, Russell up in the patrols, which is normally by age group. So, like, you're in patrols, and then 
you have the larger as the troop. So you're the patrol leader, assistant patrol leader, right. uh, senior patrol leader, ASPL, assistant senior patrol leader. Those are like president and vice president of the oh, troop. Wow. I was an ASPL. I was never Oh, Peter. Well, no. The, you get to a certain point where <laughs> most kids your age have quit. Right. And then those naturally become the people that are like the ones that are still there, are like and have the largest understanding of how this. Because it's a popularity contest for SPL. Because mm. that's everyone's voting to be like, let's do it. Yeah. ASPL is like who the Scott Master to, like, all right, yeah, no, if if, if he's the one running the show, mm. we, you two need to oh. make sure that he doesn't do that dumb of shit. Oh. <laughs> it's like, all right, I got you. Yeah. I can deal with that. Nice. Um, so it was one of those, and that's cool. It was all fun, but then there was like bullshit ones to be the treasurer, and it's like, yeah. wait, what. F- what 14 year olds any concept of money <laughs> so like that was a weird thing the treasurer the quartermaster was probably the most fun thing because you were the guy in charge of uh of delegating people to load and unload off the trailer yeah and we had like a, our boys country had like a like, like a tow behind trailer that we would load up all of like the scouts like the troop equipment so like, there was like you know stoves for all the patrols to like cook with when you you know had to make That's food on a camping trip and all that stuff but like all of that like gas uh, like propane lanterns and shit like all of that was in the thing and it's also where we loaded up all of our like bags and stuff when we went on camping trips so like you got to dictate i did that for a little bit you got to be like the second you guys <laughs> take them all out you also you you were playing god because you're the one who distributed the tents to people <laughs> so you would know which ones were like bad and right. you'd be like ah oh, little kids you guys, you guys get that one do what i don't like <laughs> this tent leaks and is moldy it's yours for the weekend and if you don't bring it back not moldy I'm going to say that you brought it back moldy that you're the one that did this and then you have to buy a new tent damn Pete dude come on <laughs> dude I can... he deserved this I didn't realize anything about like uh, I was reading an article before I came about how like uh, so there's a thing called Order of the Era which is like Scouting's Honor Society and they're like mad racist against Native American people. Right. The entire concept of it that started that started on Treasure Island, which was up until the mid two thousands, a scout camp run by the Philadelphia the Cradle of Liberty Council, which is Philly's Boy Scout Council. Yeah, it is. It is in the middle. It is an island on the Delaware River, in between Pleasantville, New Jersey, and a town in Pennsylvania. And the entire thing is white dudes. Dressed in Native American headdresses. <laughs> just nonsensing. Just like, um, bashallah. <laughs> <laughs> it is so fun. <laughs> it is such, such a horrible thing culturally. Yeah. But it is, it is Scouts Honor Society. Like, they have like, been like a thousand percent. You went out on the island? No, so that's that. That's like a super fun site now. That's there. Like you, you can't have children <laughs> on that. No, I did it like my local Boy Scout camp has a uh, a chapter of it. I was in the I'm the the Tekening Lodge. Mm-hmm. That's my lodge name. But the fact that they got a whole island though, like that's well, impressive. it was just a scout camp, and the Boy Scouts of America owns plots of land all over the country hmm. that are exclusively for scout usage that no one else can get into. Yeah. So like the biggest ones, you, like the ones that people have heard of if they're not Boy Scouts are like Philmont is like the big one. That's like New Mexico. Uh, those are the high adventure camps as well mm-hmm. what they are. So it's you have Philmont, you have uh, Seabase, mm-hmm. which is in, that's in Florida. And that's like all scuba themed. And then you have Bechtel. And there's, I think there's another one that I'm, mistaking mm-hmm. but those are like 
the premiere, like this is this is gonna be a fucking event. Yeah, yeah. Things like uh, Philmont, you you are riding, you are hiking, and you are riding a horse. Like, oh wow! Over the course of the weekend, you will have hiked the week. You will have hiked like one hundred and fifty miles. There's no nothing comes in, nothing comes out. You are poop. You are digging a hole and pooping in the ground, or you are bagging it up and taking it with you. It's <laughs> is insane. that a badge? No, it's not a badge. <laughs> you got like a thing. Like I have the Leave No Trace Award on the back. Yeah. You get if you do that stuff, you got a thing to put on the back of the sash. Nice. So um, you have pooped in a bag. No, I didn't go to Philmont. That shit was expensive. <laughs> also, you need to get your whole troop to do stuff like that. Oh. Uh, um, okay. Which was the reason. So. What I've said, how there's ways to extend your scout stuff. Mm. Order of the Arrow isn't super popular around here, at least in scouts, because you're supposed to vote people into it. Mm. And much like the SPL stuff, it becomes popularity contest as opposed to, like, who's actually, like, an admirable scout, I guess would be the words to put it. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's not very common around here, but the benefit that you get is that you don't age out until you're 24 now. You can keep doing Order of the Arrow stuff until you're 24. They consider you a youth. Because oh. that's part of the problem with Boy Scouts. I don't know if you remember when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Boy Scouts, of they'd always loosely not allowed gay people. Mm. But there was an uh, event that happened in the early 2000s. Uh, actually, the church I grew up in was, prior to this happening, the second largest charter of Boy Scout troops in the country, behind the Mormon church, just behind LDS people. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Unitarian Universalists, and they cut all of their things because they banned gay people. Now, the reason that they banned gay leaders is here. Also, they made it very strict about who's all to sleep in the same tents as each other thing. Yeah. 18 is such an arbitrary number when you think about it in terms of that, because you've been with these people for years. Right. The story goes, a kid, I think he was from North Jersey, mm-hmm. a kid is an Eagle Scout, he's been in his troop, from the time he was able to be a Boy Scout until he aged out, he was active in his troop. Mm-hmm. When he went to college, he became an assistant scoutmaster of his old troop. Because mm-hmm. he was like, you know, when I'm home, I want to hang out with my friends still. All of my friends are still in scouts that aren't the same age as me. So, like, I'm going to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, while the kid was at school, realized he was gay. Mm-hmm. Came back, went on a camping trip with his Boy Scout troop that he's now an assistant scoutmaster of, stayed in a tent with his friends that were 17, because he's an 18-year-old. Mm. Stayed with the same people that he was camping with mm-hmm. three week, you know, three months prior when he was 17. He came out to them. Mm-hmm. They didn't take it well. Oh. Well, then, the Boy Scouts of America, instead of being like, maybe we need to have clear rules about who's allowed to become a, a scoutmaster, because, like, who is... If you're in the troop like that, that will lead to odd legal mm-hmm. issues, you know, with like having adults around children, despite the fact that like they all knew each other before they were an adult. They were like, oh yeah, no more gay people. <laughs> Instead of being like, we need to make much clearer rules so that these, this confusion cannot happen again. GSA <laughs> is like, yeah, no more gay people, no gay leaders, no gay kids, no gays. No gays. Jeez. No gays. That's crazy. Part of the change that they made though. Was then they were like, if you're an order of the arrow, you can keep. You're considered a kid until you're 24, so you don't have to. You don't have to change your. Oh, your status. Your status of things, so that you there's not that risk of a weirdness. Because yeah. part of the thing is that like, of kids that were really into Boy Scouts, and this is not the toot my own horn. I'm the anomaly that I'm social. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scouts are not... We're not known as a people. Much like comics. We're not known as the most social of butterflies. Right. <laughs> yeah. So if you turn 18 and suddenly they're like, you're not allowed to see your friends anymore. Yeah. This thing that you do. The, the, only, the only thing that you feel comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. A, you can't do it anymore. And B, if you do find a way to still be involved in that, now you can't operate in the same sphere in which you... Yeah, you're a level, yeah. So now where the arrow comes in, and they're like, until you're 24, mm-hmm. give you time to get a new hobby. Right. <laughs> you're, we are considering you a child. We're considering you a youth member. Oh, wow. Which is, I hate to admit it, genuinely a good thing for these autists. <laughs> these, 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 these... Mouth breathers, really. It's a good thing that they're doing. <laughs> it's a good thing that they do for them. That they're like, you got fucking, yeah, six more years. If you need six more years to fucking behave, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Right. Like, you can have fun. You want to wear feathers and dance in a field? Sick, dude. <laughs> Radical. Yeah, yeah. Because then you need dorks to run those things. Right. And again, that's cocky, but like, there was a kid named, there's a, he's not even a kid, he's a man. He's like six years older than me. There's a man named Francis. That I knew. He now runs... He's not like a scout executive, which as a kid was like my dream job. Yeah. Was to get a degree and then work for Boy Scouts of America, running, like, organizing all of the troops in the area. You can still do it, Pete. I believe in you. Yes. I... I can't. (laughs) And not for any reason other than it's like, ah, I would kill myself. (laughs) I got cool in the meantime, and that was the problem. When I was a dork, I was like, I want to be a Boy Scout forever. Yeah. Now I'm like, I... I like people thinking I'm cool. <laughs> I, like, I like having friends that like, I don't know. Like when my friends are being mouth breathers. It's because they did too much coke now. <laughs> As opposed to just being like, I have a deviated septum. My asthma's bugging me. And then be like, <gasps> and I'm like yeah, you know what I mean? That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know if I could go back to that. Like they're all dorks. But they're like good folks. They're like good people. Like they're good people. Yeah. Okay. I guess this is my last thing. This like kind of bullshitty about scouts. Yeah. Not bullshitty. It's the Eagle Scout project. Mm. Now that's again that's a thing that I think ancillarily people like understand about scouts. That they're like, oh, I know that you got to do this big part. Got to do a big project at the end. Yeah, it's insane. Really? Yeah, because like some places, like some people really luck out, and not luck out because when I say luck out, they're not doing the correct thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're supposed to plan this project and fundraise it and, like, mm. acquire the the manpower to do it. Like, get enough volunteers to help you build the thing. Mm. Like, I did that. I had the, I put a new flagpole on my sister's school. Like, it was about to fall over onto a church next door. It was, like, they're going to take out some power lines, too. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, that's a safety issue. We're going to take care of that. Mm. So, like, I... Put a new flagpole and I regraded the area, like, because it was like a grass thing, people got parking in. So I regraded it so that it would stay flat and the people stopped parking in it. All this cool stuff. And I had I had the fundraise, like, a little over five grand to, like, make this happen as a 16 year old. Right. Then some kids would go, would see that a place was about to do work. Uh. And they'd be like, hey, so I got all those pallets full of, those pallets uh, of uh, tiles, like, do you want us to just repave this walkway? <laughs> and then they'd write it off as being like, oh, yeah, well, they donated the equipment. Mm. 
Like, they donated the materials. Damn. Yeah. And, the you know, they made the initial investment, and I'm donating the manpower. That's my Eagle Scout project. Jeez. And I'm like, Tommy could have just loitered around old people's homes until something needed to get fixed. <laughs> and instead, I undertook a year and a half of, like, logistics. <laughs> I had to buy... Do you know how crazy it is to buy a flagpole? <laughs> Like an industrial flagpole. Yeah, like I got a thirty-foot-long flagpole Gee, how, to put how do you in. Do that. You find you research flagpole manufacturers, <laughs> and then you hire a flatbed to go pick it up and drive it from central Pennsylvania to Jeez. to southern New Jersey. <laughs> and then you get seven of your boys, and you and the fire department, <laughs> and the don't forget we were chartered out of the fire department. So that was the only thing they were able to help me with. I was like, hey, I don't want to. I'm gonna rent a cherry picker to line this up. Can you just bring a fire truck? <laughs> can you just bring a like, can you just bring a fire truck with a big ass ladder? And can we just can you guys just guide this into the ground? <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, and they helped with that. Yeah, so I got like a bunch. I got a bunch of my friends to come help with that. It was a good time, and mm-hmm. like it, it worked out all right. Yeah, but like I had to like. Some of them were non-scouts that I had to get to help on the first, like, first time. Because the, the flight pole showed up at 1 o'clock on a Thursday. First of all, school's going on in, <laughs> in the school that they're delivering this flagpole to. Yeah. Second off, I'm in high school. <laughs> like, I'm in high school actively. Yeah. Like, and you don't get your license until you're 17 in Jersey. So I'm in high school. I have to walk home. Tell my mom, be like, hey, mom, I need you to drive me to Emma's school yeah. because I have to go get, I have to go somehow with three other 16-year-old boys get this flagpole <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But you did it. It was good. It yeah, was a good time. Yeah. It was worth it. That really was worth it. The school. Mm-hmm. Him. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve in the entire world. Ready? I, I'm installing the flagpole. And I go, hey. Are you guys gonna take the flag down every day? Like, are you guys gonna have like a presentation where you put the flag up and take it down every day? Because if not, I need to install a light. Mm. And they're like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Well, I think it's most states, but at least in Jersey, if you're not taking an American flag down, you have to have it lit up, uh, or else it's some sort of like ticketable offense." How do I think they enforce that? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Just the right thing to do. If you're having the flag of your country, you should have it fucking presented well. Sure. They're like, yeah, every day, every single day, we're going to start the day bringing all the kids outside, we're going to raise the flag, we're going to end every school day by taking all the kids outside, we're going to bring the flag down. And I was like, that's sweet, that's awesome. My sister attended the school for four more years, never took the flag down, <laughs> ever. They didn't even do the first day. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't try it once and they, they kind of teeter out. Yeah, they never did it. I was <laughs> like, it would have been 40 extra dollars for me to wire a solar light onto this. Jeez. I was like, this would not have been a big deal. This yeah. would have been 45 minutes and 40 bucks for me <laughs> just mounting this. Yeah. And they just were... Nothing. Yeah. Nothing ever. I was like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> because they wanted to come across as, like, noble and then, like, tell you that they were going to do it and then just never did it. What's I can do with that? <laughs> so I'm saying it's not like you posed them and like cornered them into that situation they could have just been like hey yeah, put the light like, on hey, was... that's the thing it's like put the light in because we could still take the flag down and just not use the light but it, it, like you said it's 40, 40 bucks yeah. and you know a couple extra minutes there yeah well also had like you ever seen those signs or, like the get a little placard in the mail that's like call 411 before you dig mm. to call 311 so like, or maybe I think it's eight one one. Now that I'm saying it, mm. so like call eight one one 
to call and the gas and water companies will come out and flag where the pipes are. Okay. Well, I called them. I was like, hey, I'm digging and gotta have to take a big like drill to the ground in a couple of days because you have to burrow out a fucking hole for a flagpole. Right. Like, I need to make a big ass hole in the ground. I'm like, cool. So we'll be out there like in like two Thursdays from now. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm digging on Saturday. And like, gotta <laughs> wait. And I was like, well, I'm gonna start praying. And I was like, because we're, we're digging on Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, we were taking a big ass hole in the ground. So I'd recommend you move that up in your schedule or else a school will explode. Yeah. <laughs> potentially. Uh, yeah, a school and a church will potentially explode. <laughs> And it'll be on you. And it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> and so did they come out? They, did, they came no, out. They, they came and marked out the, the the ground three weeks after I did the project. They came out <laughs> and marked flag. I was like, I don't need that now. <laughs> Thank you for the assistance. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the last fucking, the funnest part about making Eagle is the letters. Oh, the letters. Okay. When you make Eagle, <laughs> as soon as you get the card, it's like a little like ID card yeah. to identify that you've made Eagle. It's supposed to be done without your knowledge. Hmm. Your parents or your scoutmaster, any celebrity that is an Eagle scout, if you make Eagle, will send you a letter, will write you a letter. Really? I have one from Mike Rowe. I have one from Neil Armstrong. And now... The Neil Armstrong is a hundred percent off form letter that he oh, just yeah. like signed on the bottom. I don't know if it's actually a signature or if it's like laser printed on. Yeah. But like, yeah, you can any celebrity that's an Eagle Scout that's will crazy. do that. Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs is like the number one guy. Yeah. And you don't even need to like he he keeps up on like the fucking like Boy Scouts of America like, <laughs> oh, he does? record updates. Like you don't even need to ask him. A lot of the time he'll just unrequitedly be like, Yo, saw that you made Eagle. That's Hell why yeah. Rad, yeah. Hell yeah. Boy Scouts is my favorite thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> uh, and like Mike Rowe made it so much cooler for me personally to want to be a Boy Scout because yeah. like I don't know man he is so interesting like he you watched Dirty Jobs as a kid before right? I have not. No. Okay. It was a show on the Discovery Channel where this guy named Mike Rowe would go and like he, he would do the worst jobs in America the grossest jobs because his idea was that like Oh, I do know this guy. Yeah. He's got a bunch. He has a couple shows. Effectively, all of them have the same concept. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where he just does gross jobs. (laughs) Look, this is cool. They are. Yeah. It's literally dirty jobs. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Returning the favor. Yeah. It's all all the same (laughs) show, just on different networks. Yeah. Um, But, like, he's so interesting because he, like... His entire life, he was like, no, I want to be in construction. I want to work construction. I want to build stuff. And then, like, in the, you know, in the late 80s, you have that movement of, like, work hard, not or work smart, not hard. Right. But they were like, everyone should be going to college. If you can go to college, you should be going to college. Mm-hmm. So then he went to college, and then this man spent, like, four years in the Baltimore Opera, being an opera singer. Really? And then he was like, fuck it, no, I want to go back to construction. <laughs> <laughs> like, went to college, became an opera singer, and I was like, fuck it, actually, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I much preferred cleaning up human waste. <laughs> Jesus. That's awesome, yeah. though. Yeah, so I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> why dude. you, as an Eagle Scout, would look up to this Eagle Scout. Yeah, that he was like, it's cool. Like, every, if you look up famous Eagle Scouts, half of them are astronauts and half of them are serial killers. <laughs> like, like, it's Shane Victorino, Neil Armstrong, Mike Rowe, Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. It's, yeah, it's... Because, like, that's the thing. If you look up... That's the other fucked up Boy Scout fact. If you look up every mass shooter in the United States history or serial killer, 
They all did one of two things. They were either in the military or they were a Boy Scout. <laughs> There's only two places that you can get mass weapons training. Uh, right. That like that you would have at you that you would have training to a firearm from a young age. Yeah. They're like if you there's no age requirement on a rifle shooting at Boy Scout camp. Yeah. Your first year you can be like, I want to shoot shotguns and they're like, Well, that's from four to six every day. <laughs> that's when you go to the range to shoot shotguns, you little boy. <laughs> and they're like, Keep it keep it down range. That's the only rule. The rule is keep the gun down range, don't point it at other people. <laughs> Short of that, fucking have fun, boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good rule. It's if, a great rule. Of any rules, yeah. That's that's the rule. one to, to be. But you hear like night not night you hear like badass stories that as the older I get the more they seem like nightmare fuel. Mm. Like kit Boy Scout troops of like uh on like military bases where like, you know, it's like just a troop for like the kids of the 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 fam- like the families of the troops. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got my rifle merit badge with M14s. Jesus. And you're like, yeah, that was supposed to be, like, a locking, like, <laughs> one more bullet in. Yeah. Like, no, 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 semi-automatic weapons. <laughs> like, okay, we were using AKs for, I was like, well, that's insane. Like, yeah. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> like, there should be rules against that, specifically. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So, I mean, it can either create, like, a harness, like, a serial killer or a badass motherfucker, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, well, it's, like, uh, also, it's, like, lots of dorks. Like, it's, true. most of them are dorks. Well, like you said, it's, like, I'm not the most manly man or whatever, but, like, you know, people like us, it's, like, if you can, if you know how to fix a tire, you know, that's... Yeah, it's, like, way above the, the normal curve of what people know how to do now. Yeah. So, it's, like, I'm... I think most of my practical knowledge is coming from scouts. Yeah. A lot of, like, the ethereal things are not. Like, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't learn about baseball statistics and Boy Scouts. <laughs> they could. Not, they yeah. could. I mean, could. I got my sportsman badge. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> What's one of them? Yeah, yeah, Also, you lose them. Yeah, like, they just Physically, fall they off. fall off. Like, I, there's one... Is there a book, though, that, of, like, records besides... Uh, yes, yeah, I should have brought my scout book. It's literally, like, it's just the Boy Scout handbook. And then oh, okay. in the back, you've got all of, like, the stuff you need to get signed off on by your scoutmaster oh, for all cool. the ranks. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, dude. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny. I think I think we've covered most all of Boy Scouts. The bullshit we got, the way you you work up your ranks, yeah. covered the pedophilia. Um, I don't. I think. I think I don't, yeah, I think the only thing I really covered is like the generalized homoeroticism of okay. a lot of it. <laughs> like a lot of gay shit happens. And then they're like, no, I wasn't gay. And you're like, I think that might have been. (laughs) That could have been a a smidgen gay, don't you think? Like, a lot of things that now are a problem. Like, I I was never the hazy type of kid. Like, I was never like, let's bully the new kids. Mm. The group of kids right below me. The last summer, so I didn't, like, when I was 17, I didn't go to summer camp. And I was like, I was like, got all my badges. Like, I, I, I can't, I, I work, I can't spend a week just like disappearing. Which again, I regret. It would have been fun. Yeah. But what happened that trip, the kids all year younger than me all started committing what now would be considered sexual assaults. That's crazy. But like frat house, tomfoolery sexual assaults. Yeah. Like sneaking in new kids' tents and putting their balls on their face. But <laughs> like, but they're like I remember uh, being like fifteen at Boy Scout camp doing this like high adventure course thing. Mm. I was called Cope. It was just like high adventure stuff for like kids that had gotten a lot most of their badges already. Mm. And I was hyped. It was gonna be sick. Seventeen yeah. year old kid from another state didn't know him. It was like a thirteen year old kid. Seventeen year old like six three six four. He's a full grown man. Had a plastic water bottle. This kid got kicked out and they pressed charges. Mm. 
took this 13-year-old kid, pulled him in the bushes in between, like, the stops that we were going. It was like a like a zipline course, like, yeah. walking from point A to point B. Pulled him in the bushes, shoved a, shoved a plastic water bottle up his ass. Jesus Christ. And then was like... The kid didn't say anything about it for like a day, and then they like cops came and arrested the kid like oh my God. in the camp. And I was like, I think everyone's always like, did you get molested in the Boy Scouts? It's like, no, 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 no. The 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 leaders are not the ones being crazy, <laughs> being like, I want to talk to little kids' buttholes. Yeah. It's like it's like angry teenagers that are like, I'm going to make them feel as weird as I feel. They seem happy. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's 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 the bet, and like, honestly, if you get any gathering of like, if, if you're like, yo, this is a group for eleven to seventeen year old boys, <laughs> like, some that, weird, yeah, shit like that's gonna happen, and like, it's not a let boys be boys. Like, you should kick those kids out for and sure. not let them stay. Yeah, but and also, press charges. and press charges. Yeah, <laughs> but also, like, I mean, the water bottle kid definitely, for the sure. Arabian goggles boy. I don't know. That's a little bit more of a gray area. <laughs> I think it's a little more of like I didn't. I thought we were better boys than we are. If you think <laughs> that this is a big deal, like I thought this was uh, a gag for the homies. Because <laughs> 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 like uh, I don't but know. But if you get that group of people together, it's just gonna it's yeah. Particularly because like they're not we're not well socialed people. Yeah, but like, what were you gonna say? You're like you should kick them out. You should press charges. <laughs> but like you can't be surprised when these things happen. Oh, right. Where it's like right. yeah. Can't be like the Boy Scouts of America allows a rape culture, and it's like that's not true. Entirely accurate. It's not. That's not entirely accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm not saying it's not. It ena- It doesn't enable it. It creates a circumstance for it to happen. Right. Right. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like uh, saying Mount eleven to, to fifteen-year-old boys are just a hazard in, in society as in well. In society, yeah, you shouldn't let them around anybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, dude. Like, uh. Also, you can just tell the weirdos that, like, are professions, like, professional scouts. Yeah. Like, I remember there was this one guy, a summer camp went to a couple times. Big rule. You weren't allowed to wear your underwear in the pool. What? Like, you weren't allowed to wear an underwear layer underneath your bathing suit. Why? Because, for whatever reason, that, that, uh, summer camp. Had a higher level of like water purification standards oh, than the drinking water in the state of <laughs> the state of Pennsylvania. Mm. Like I want to say, it's like the the state of Pennsylvania allows, and this is not to. I don't think it's bad water. Mm. Allows like it was like one parts per million of fecal matter per every like nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine parts water. Mm. This guy is like if there is one if there is one per one per, if there was point zero 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 one percent poop in the pool, mm-hmm. pool's closed for the day. We gotta shock it. Oh wow! And I was like, I don't want to take my dick out for yeah. people to get changed. Yeah, like you're getting changed in the locker room of a fucking YMCA in the woods, <laughs> and you're like, I. Yeah, that's... I don't necessarily know if all my pee-pee hanging out. Yeah. Like, we're taking... Like, this is an age where, like, everyone's just, like, group showers at Boy Scout camp, and no one is naked during it. Yeah. Everyone was wearing a bathing suit, and it was, like, yeah. being, like, fucking... <laughs> shaking it shake it out of them. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Me? Naked? Never. I've never bathed naked. Never. Never in my entire life. <laughs> No, what are you gay or something? You're naked in the shower? Like, <laughs> when you see, you look at your own dick, dude. That's fucking. Yeah. 
Yeah, but but yeah, but uh, again, I think yeah that situation though. I mean, it's just like it, boys be boys. You know? Yeah. Also, and like puberty is a weird time to be going through during all of that. Like I, I had like fifteen years of confidence in my penis <laughs> because I was the first person of my age group to hit puberty. <laughs> So like at Boy Scout camp, yeah. like I was like I was the first one to be like I honestly don't care if y'all see me naked. It's okay. I'll just take the shower. Yeah. And then they're like, "You have the biggest pee pee that I've ever seen." <laughs> and then I was confident for like fifteen years. Like, <laughs> for, yeah, for like thirteen years, from like eleven to twenty four. And then I had the epiphany a couple months ago. I was like, I don't think I'm dealing with anything. I don't. Like, I think I'm all right with yeah. what I'm working with. I also think that those were children <laughs> seeing what I now understand to be a man's penis. <laughs> or I was like, no, I've been this height since sixth grade. Like, I've been this height since like sixth or seventh grade. So this is, this is like seventh or eighth grade that I was like, fuck it, I don't care. Who cares, dude? I'm skinny. It's, if I was a fat kid, I'd have a bigger issue. Being naked. Like, yeah. we're good. Then be like, you got a big old dick. <laughs> And then they'd be like, I do have a big old dick. Fuck, it's part of that around school, boys. Yeah. Like, like that. Sickle. And then I'm like, have I ever had a complaint? No. But now I'm like, I think, I have a suspicion. <laughs> the fact that I was 5'10", and all of my friends were like between 4'11 and 5'3", <laughs> that that probably had more to do with anything. With yeah. anything. But yeah, dude, kids being like, right, can we all pull our dicks out to make sure all of them are normal? And it's like, yeah, I... I'll take one for the team. I'll take one gay moment per, <laughs> per year to be like, hey, we're all making sure we're all developing correctly. <laughs> oh my god. That's normal. Uh, yours is like that. Cool. All right. Well, all right. We're good. We're good. Everybody's we're good. good. Everything is fine. We're all kind of. Just one dude like, ew. Yeah, what is fucks up. It's yours. It's like, it's a mole. It's been here forever. And then it's like, don't worry, man. Mine's on the underside. You just can't see it. <laughs> you can't see my dick mole. <laughs> Sorry about it, but you got unlucky Sorry, with that one. Yeah, you got unlucky with the placement of your dick, but I'm ready to wrap up. Yeah, wrap up. I'm ready about to come back on some of scouts anytime, dude. I'll, I'll right. get into deep shit with Hell yeah, dude. Alright, appreciate it, dude. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Pete, for coming out. I appreciate y'all. I love you, amen. Okay, bye. <laughs> hey, <laughs> salutations, skaters. <laughs> hey. <laughs>